and I struggle with this. I'm I'm very much a baby out with the bathwater kind of a person. I give up on things pretty easily and people if they piss me off or make a mistake. And so I'm I'm working on this as well, where I I don't want to just throw out the whole relationship because of one disagreement. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer, and I'm being joined by Carrie Thompson. I love when you join me, sis. I love coming with you. And I just want to say you match beautifully today. For those of you that are not watching it, you're going to want to go watch the video because Chrissy's hair and eyes are like spot on. I didn't even think about trying to do that. It is gorgeous. You look gorgeous. I have to say it. Thank you. Well, I, I love makeup, as you guys know, and I'm using the new Rebel Army palette from Juvia's Place. And yeah. I just I, I love it. I love doing it. I love practicing. I love getting better. And with the green stripe through my hair, it just tends to really go well, these emerald tones. So thank you for saying that. You look beautiful. Yep. So we are talking today about, I, I'm, re- I'm excited about this because we're talking about don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And if you're living under a rock, you've never heard this saying before, <laughs> but where did this saying come from? The saying dates back to the 1800s before they had indoor plumbing or running water. They would take a bath once a week. A family would take a bath once a week. And the father would start, he would, the oldest person, the most, the, 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 the head of the household would start and he would get the first bath. And then as they worked their way down, the kids, the next oldest one, the next oldest one, the next oldest one, all the way down to the baby, they would take a bath. So you can imagine only taking a bath once a week and working in the fields and doing a lot of manual labor, labor the bath water would be awfully dirty by the time they got to the baby. And so the water would be so dirty that the, the joke is, or the saying is, don't throw the baby out with the bath water because you couldn't find the baby in the bath water. And I love the origin of the story. I'm really glad that you took the time. Did you look that up? Because that's really impressive that you knew I've always kind of noted. Really? Oh my gosh. I, it's weird that we were raised the same, yet you have like a knowledge base that's different than <laughs> mine on certain things. It's hilarious. I would have thought I would have known that too. And I think that totally, now that you say it, it makes sense to me. But I think this applies to everyday life. I think we use this saying when we're trying to say to people, don't get rid of something totally just because of one part that you don't like. So you don't like the gray or the black bathwater, but we don't throw out the baby that's with it just because you don't like the gray or the black bathwater. And Christy, boy, we live in a throwing out the baby with a bathwater society, don't we? People just get so upset about one little thing. And we do see this sometimes in Code Red. We try really hard not to upset people. We try really, I think we take good care of people, but you have people that get offended, Christy, and upset about one thing that they are hauling that big old stainless steel tub outside and throwing that baby out with that bathwater. And I see it not even just Code Red in everyday life. Well, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen a society more full of more wimps and easily offended people than today's society. It's absolutely crazy how wimpy and easily offended people are. And with Code Red, it's not that we, like Carrie says, we try really hard not to listen. 
listen, people, let me tell you a couple examples of people that have thrown the baby out with the bathwater of code red. A woman who was in my Rebel for Life program, which is my VIP program that I used to have, she came to an event. Anytime you come to an event and you're in one of our smaller meet and greet type events, you get a hug. You get to talk to me. And I want to talk to each person individually. You get an autograph from me of whatever product you bring up to the table and a photo with me. I treat everybody the same. But when this woman walked up, evidently, I did not meet her expectations of what she what thought I was going to act like, even though I treated her like everybody else with kindness and respect and love. And she was so offended that she quit the entire program, throwing the baby out with the bathwater. And it was just an expectation that she had that it wasn't fair to put on you because you had no idea this expectation was present. So we go back to eating crap food, uh, ho-hos and Twinkies and cereal out of the box because you don't like the way that Christy acted towards you. And that is what we mostly find. We find this at Code Red. And again, not all the time, because I do think I do think we really do try hard to take care of good care of people, Christy. But we find that people, I mean, let me back up. Y'all, I've known Christy my whole life. Okay. And I get the way she thinks. I see her heart behind things. But Christy says it like it is. And she's very upfront. She's very direct. She moves straight forward to the point. And people sometimes don't like that. But I always say to people, the program's still good. Even if you don't like that, Christy said to you, hey, quit putting that in your mouth. Why are you eating Halloween candy? Why are you baking cookies if you know you can't keep them out of your mouth? Just because Christy said those things and you may not have liked it doesn't make it any less true. Doesn't make the science behind Code Red work. And Christy, they will abandon all hope ye who enter there and they're just done. They never come back around. They regain their weight. So eating real food. So what you, so I'm sorry, doing the right thing depends on how mad you are at somebody. I mean, that's kind of what it boils down to. I had another rebel for life rebel that came up to me. I was speaking at Natasha's events and she came up to me in the back and she said, I'm so-and-so and I'm one of your rebel for life rebels. And I was like, oh my gosh, hi. But I recognized her name as someone who was in my maintenance program. And I was like, you were in my maintenance program when I looked at her she had gained back 40 pounds. And so I knew she was not still in the maintenance program. I knew that that at the time I talked to her, the program hadn't ended yet. So she was still in my Rebel for Life program, yet she had gained back. And she said, yeah, yeah. She said, I was in your maintenance program until I gained back 40 pounds. And I was like, what? She said, oh, I got all butthurt over something you had said. And I said, so you gained back 40 pounds? Because of something I said, you got hurt. Like I just cannot wrap my head around why you would give up the proper human diet of real food, water, and sleep just because I said something that offended you. Guys, seriously. I'm, I'm just amazed at this. So I have a real life example that doesn't have to do with weight loss. And that is, okay, way back in 1992, Christy Lewis Clark State College, Lewiston, Idaho. I went away. I graduated in 92 and went away and decided to get a degree in communication arts. Looking back, I probably should have just uh, done pre-med and medical school, but whatever. I guess I wouldn't be sitting here doing this with Christy now. (laughs) That were the case. But I went to the class. Uh, I started classes my very first term, very first semester. We were on a semester system. I had to take philosophy 101 or 110, whatever it was. And those of you that have taken a philosophy class, you know, I mean, those are super challenging courses and it's not even the work. It just makes you think back about what you believe and why you believe it. And I was very young and 
well, Christy and I were raised um, to believe one way about things. You know, we weren't taught, and this is okay. Our parents did a great job, but we weren't taught about hey, this is what Buddhism believes. This is what, you know, Native American people believe about the earth and God. This is what an atheist's view of the world is like. And that's fine. Our parents were entitled to teach us any way they felt was best. So I wasn't really open to alternative ways of thinking about God and things like that because I just was simply not taught those things. I mean, I thought that if you didn't dump a Bible on it, like you, that was, there was no other way to believe, you know? So anyway, I went ahead and went to philosophy. It was very challenging. I called my dad on a phone that you, phones used to hang up and then you'd pick them up and they had cords and stuff. I don't know. Some of you won't remember, but I had to wait till after eight o'clock because it was 10 cents a minute. And I called my dad and I cried and I said, dad, this is so hard. This philosophy class, it was making me question my beliefs in God. And dad said something that has nothing to do with this podcast, but I think it's worth sharing. He said, Carrie, no one can ever take away those experiences you've had with God. Even if someone tries to tell you that these things aren't true, no one can take away those things that have happened to you. And I was like, okay. And I, you know, I, I made myself strong, but Christy, I could have stopped traditional learning at that moment, 1992 fall semester at Lewis Clark state college and never gone back to school. I could have thrown the baby out with the bathwater based on based on that one experience. And that would have been ridiculous. Of course, traditional learning is for me. Of course, that was a great way for me to go. Of course, I went back and got another two degrees, you know, including that one. So I think that it's really easy to have said college is horrible and evil and the devil lives here. Well, clearly that wasn't the case. But Chrissy, we see people do this all the time. My dad said, you just jump through the hoops, you get it done. You just jump through the hoops and you get it done. In nursing school, I did not enjoy OB. Even though I've had three babies, I did not enjoy OB at all, but it's just part of what you have to do. I didn't quit nursing school because I didn't like OB. And that is what people are doing these days, Christy. They take one little thing and they let it determine whether or not they progress in that area because of their offense. We see this a lot in the church. We see people that go to, they bring their family to a church. And the church is, it ticks all the boxes. The, you know, the pastor is nice. The praise and worship is awesome. They have awesome greeters at the door. You know, the times of the service are really good times that fit in with their life. And they have a great kids program. They have a really great youth group. The dress code is kind of what you're comfortable with. And all, you know, this church ticks all the boxes. But one thing the pastor might have said during the summer sermon one time they had the, you know, an altar call and you don't like an altar call. One time they they took an offering and you didn't, you you, you were offended at that and you quit going to church because of that one little thing. And and you church hop. I I can promise you there aren't going to be any perfect churches out there. And you are like the majority of what was going on was good, but you threw the baby out with the bathwater because you didn't like one little thing that pastor said. I mean, we could think of a hundred examples, Christy, but this is what I'm wondering. And tell me your thoughts on this because I haven't brought this up to you yet. But I wonder if baby with the bathwater phenomenon, <laughs> this is a new thing we just talked about. Sociologists, speak away to, here we go. We're coming up with a new thing. The baby with the bathwater phenomenon, Christy, I'm wondering if this is becoming more prevalent in our society. And it's not so much about people getting upset or throwing everything out as it is looking to people for your inspiration, looking to people to make you do things, putting your faith and hope in other people. 
So when a person, we're all fallible beings, we're all going to make mistakes, we're all going to screw. I guarantee you at some point, I am going to let you down. I guarantee you at some point, I'm going to let Christy down. I'm going to let my husband down. Christy's going to let you down as the leader of Code Red. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. So I wonder if this phenomenon exists because we're looking towards people and we're not getting what we need inside of ourselves or from a higher being, because if that's what you believe in, you know, because it doesn't always have to be about that. It can be about yourself too. I wonder if that's why it's getting so worse because we're always looking at YouTubers and the filters and influencers. And she said, I was going to like this palette and I don't, I'm never unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. You know, I, I wonder if, do you think that could be it? Yes, I think that's partially it. But I think a society has gotten so soft and so offended and we don't know how to resolve conflict. We don't know how to have confrontations with people and get through it. And so people just quit instead of expressing their feelings, having a a respectful conversation about it and figuring out the answer and coming to a mutual agreement. They don't know how to do that. We lack those skills. We haven't taught. We haven't taught our kids these skills and they don't know how. So they just get it. They just it is so easy to unfollow someone. It's so easy to just cut them out of our life. And I struggle with this. I'm I'm very much a baby out with the bathwater kind of a person. I give up on things pretty easily. And people, if they piss me off or make a mistake. And so I'm I'm working on this as well, where I I don't want to just throw out the whole relationship because of one disagreement. I just had a disagreement this morning on text with one of my friends, and she said something that's very much against what I believe. And I'm not going to throw away that relationship just because that one thing that, but that's my tendency to do so. And so I'm aware of this mistake, but I think a lot of it comes with the fact that we just don't have good conflict resolution. We have not been taught this. We don't, we don't really get taught it in school. We don't get taught at home very much. You just, and we're such, we're just such an easily offended a society. I mean, my gosh, what a bunch of wimps we are. So we've become, we've become softer and we don't we aren't looking to a strong source for our own validation. Mm. So when somebody that we're looking to for validation lets us down, I'm going to let you down, y'all. I'm not going to show you my chickens anymore. I, it's going to happen. I'm going <laughs> it's going to happen. I may not update you on every chicken. I have people that get so upset. Whatever happened to that one chicken? Oh my lord, people, do you know how many chickens I have? Like I can't I need you to show me on the camera that one chicken. I'm just like it cracks me up. But I wonder if the person you're looking to for validation should be inside yourself or a higher being. And we don't teach people conflict resolution, but I don't know if I necessarily agree with you Christy about you giving up easily because you and I have talked about being a professional boxer and you have said there were things you did not agree with that took place. There were things that you did not like, and yet you stuck it out and you, you didn't give up on boxing in general and that career path just because there were things that you didn't like and didn't agree with. Yeah. And you're, you're, maybe I'm not giving myself enough credit. I'm pretty hard on myself. I really want to be a better person. And and I'm I'm aware that I do this definitely. And so maybe I'm being a little bit hard on myself. There are a couple of guys that Carrie and I went to high school with that they, after high school, gosh, they were just, they loved Jesus so much. They were part of our youth group. It was so great. They were such, both of them were such incredible young men. And so loving, so kind. And they went to Bible college up in Tacoma after high school. And they let that, they let the Bible college or they let their own, I don't know, corrupt them. They started getting bitter towards God. 
And they started to, now they just started getting bitter towards God. Instead of realizing, hey, the basics are that Jesus died on the cross for our sins and that he loves us and nothing can ever separate us from the love of God. They got bitter and angry towards some things that they were learning in Bible college. And they threw the baby out with the bathwater. And they've spent the last 30 years hating, despising God and hating Christianity and hating the church. And it has been the, the saddest thing ever. It is so sad, Christy. So I don't know what happened because there was a whole group of them that went up there and almost every single one of them have turned completely away. And so it must have been an experience. But you know what? I've told this before on the podcast, but I had an experience where I had horrible back pain in high school. I couldn't walk and it was pretty bad. You know, at times I couldn't walk when it got really bad. I wasn't in the wheelchair. And long story short, I had a lady that said that if I would come, she would pray for me and and God was going to heal me. She just knew it. And I know I've told this story. So for those of you that have heard it twice, sorry about that. But to make a long story short, it didn't happen. Now, did I go home and throw out my Bible and say I was never going to believe in God again? And because God didn't let me down. God didn't let me down. Whatever happened with that lady, what it, it, I was disappointed. I felt very sad. I was heartbroken over the situation in that moment but God didn't let me down. And I didn't forget that. And so I think that's what the friends were not the ex friends of ours that we're talking about. They, they forgot that, that maybe somebody taught them wrong. Maybe somebody led them wrong. Maybe somebody let you down because people always will. But if it, but the basic principles remain the same. And this is true of, of, I mean, let's talk about marriage and falling in love. I'm so glad that even though I had been through so many ugly situations, and a few ugly situations. I'm so glad I decided to give it a chance with Brandon and make that work because that was the love of my life. I, I wish, you know, I, I, I'm so glad that I didn't say I will never talk to another man or, you know, again. And a lot of you have done that. You've closed off your life to love because you've been hurt or to new relationships or happiness or experiences. Christy, if I had quit exercising the first time I went to the gym with you, which has been almost four years ago, three, it's about three and a half years ago. That was hard work. My knees got swollen. I hurt. I thought I was going to die y'all. And I am not a wimp. And I just kept going because it's still exercise is still good for me where I was that point in my life, even though it was really, I'm so glad I, I'm so glad I stuck with it and didn't throw the baby out with the bathwater, Christy. <laughs> we just have rebels that have quit after years of being with the program all because of one little thing that they were offended at that I did or Carrie did. I had a lady write me a four page oh. handwritten letter, four pages, all because I pronounced her name. No, you pronounced her name wrong, sis. And she sent me a four page handwritten letter about how offended she was over what you had pronounced her name wrong. Guys, that is not, you can see our heart. We don't mean to do that for crying out loud, but that was it. And so she gained back all of her weight all because you pronounced it. That's what she, and she said, you know, you caused me to gain back my weight. That triggered me to, you know, oh my gosh. And, and at what point do you say enough? That's just, that is, that is insane to me that that is the ultimate throwing the baby about with the bathwater to gain back all your weight all because somebody pronounced your name wrong. One of the things that helps me, Christy, on that same thing is, I mean, we all have a tendency to want to get offended about things. And I, I think that that does happen. I mean, I laugh at the number of emails that I've been like, clickety, click, 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 click. And then I don't send it. And I go, huh, let me think about this. And I erase it. It's, 
So, you know, we all have that, that knee jerk, that gut reaction. Well, forget this and delete the code red app and forget this. And I'm never going to talk to them again. I always ask myself, and maybe this will be helpful to some of our rebels out there. The thing is when we are offended, it's usually saying something about ourselves or some truth that we don't want to hear, or some aspect of our personality that we haven't worked on, or something we need to just kind of adjust and tweak. There's truth even in the offense. That's why when people would come into the ER, Christy, and they would clearly be mentally ill, and they would come up with these crazy stories about like an alien came down and you know bit me, and now I have an infection. And you're like, yeah, I know an alien didn't come in, but maybe something else bit them. And they, there's always a grain of truth in even the people that are, are struggling with mental illness and they would come into the ICU in the, in the ER, I would always look for the grain of truth. So there's always a grain of truth in your offense, in your moment of being angry, in your moment of wanting to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I would encourage you rebels to look inward when those things happen and say, so what's the moment of offense? So if Christy says something to me, like, well, I'm just trying to think of something I've been offended about lately. Well, you don't really say things to offend me. I can't even think. I'm just trying to think like, even like the I can think of something. Oh, uh, that you said to me that yeah, it happened recently between us that you, I'm so glad you didn't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And oh, that no. was hiking. That was hiking in Salt Lake oh. city. Ah. We, you know, cause we were hiking. Out. And it was a, it was a really hard. We gained a thousand feet in less than a mile. And Carrie, she got up to me, caught up to me and said, I will never hike again. And I'm so glad. And then, then later on, she said, OK, I, I, I take that back. I did take it back. <laughs> Y'all, that was a hard. I don't know about you guys, but I have not trained for that. kind of hike. I can't believe you're going to bring that up. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, but what I what I think is interesting about that was I had it all planned out. What I was going to say to Christy. And of course, when I got up there, the only thing I said was, I can't believe this. I'm never hiking again. But you're right. It was silly. But what's the grain of truth? The grain of truth in that is that I was not in the kind of shape. Obviously, I'm not in the kind of shape Christy is, but I have room to improve. As soon as you start thinking you're in good shape, just go hike up a hill like that. And then uh, life will, life will, uh, it'll, it'll surprise you. So the grain of truth in that offense was that I just didn't want to work that hard. And it was hard work, but still, that was the grain of truth. Carrie, you you probably need to up your game a little bit. If that's too hard for you and that makes you feel like quitting, walking up that hill, that relentless, endless, like, I mean, I mean, it was hard. But it, since that there would, that's the grain of truth in that offense. And I think it's really important that we look for the grain of truth. The grain of truth in my philosophy class was that, hey, Carrie, there are a lot of other ways to believe out there that maybe you don't want to accept because you've never been taught those things and you don't understand them. You have a lack of understanding about other world religions. That's the grain of truth in my offense in that. And so there's always that little piece, Rebels, that you can take back. You know, Christy, I got mad at Christy because she said to quit shoving um, stuff in my pie hole, but I hadn't cheated. I only had one bite and Christy was just assuming that I did. Well, but the grain of truth is you did have one bite. The grain of truth is you were tempted. You got to take those things out of your environment. So I would encourage you to always look for what is behind the offense that makes you want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I can, whether it be whether it be code red, whether it be your church, whether it be your marriage, whether it be, whether it be your friendship, you know, whether it be your kid's school, you know, your kid's school is, is a really great example. You know, your child loves her teacher. You know, you like the principal, 
it's a good distance from your house, but because of one small thing that was said, now you're going to yank your kid from school and you're going to just march out of there and get all offended. Guys, whatever it is, stop and think before you just throw the baby out with the bathwater. Code Red is still a good program because it's based around real food, water, and sleep. Whether you you don't like my coaching style, that's a problem. But dude, that's, that's fine. I understand that. But don't give up on the proper human diet. Don't go back to Ho-Ho's and SpaghettiOs and Oreos, wash it down with a bottle of wine just because you're mad at me. The program still works. Real food is still what we need. We still need our water and we still need our sleep. Yeah. The, all the O's, Christy, you said Ho-Ho's, SpaghettiOs, and then you said and Oreos, you, Oreos, <laughs> and then you said wash out for a bottle of wine and I almost said wino. But yeah, I agree with Christy. The, the principle and the truth still stands in a lot of these things, even if, even if your feelings have been hurt, fight that urge to throw out the baby with the bathwater, fight it and ask yourself, how can I improve from this situation? If you decide to quit, you decide to quit, but don't do it as a knee-jerk reaction. Do it because this is a thoughtful decision that you've made, not because you're angry, because decisions made in anger are rarely rarely the best decisions. I always tell Christy, if I'm getting ready to let somebody have it, and after I said it, it felt so good, it was probably the wrong thing to say. I should have waited. So if it's going to feel really good to quit and tell somebody off, it's probably, hang on, it could be part you or me because I find myself in this situation too. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. You know, before you give up on our methods, just understand that that there is a lot of science data and research behind it. And there we we we've got a good a good track record of being able to help people. The same thing with your church, same thing with your kids' school, same thing with your marriage, same thing with your friendship. Hold on, back up and really think about what you're doing. Is this the right move? And we appreciate you rating and review. We appreciate the the shares. We appreciate the comments. We love when you guys interact with us. So we love you guys. Carrie, anything else? No, I think that's good, Christy. Just uh, just watch out for that baby. She's hiding in the bathwater. Who yeah, threw the baby with the bath, Christy? I, I don't know. It must be a, a little baby. It must be an awfully dirty bathwater. We love you guys. Water. <laughs> we'll see you guys on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Take care. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you're not subscribed already, please be sure to do that right now. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could do me a quick favor and rate and review this podcast. That would be just so helpful. Speaking of help, let me know if I can help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com, check out my programs, and see what we can do for you. Until next time, Rebel on.